You know, speaking of uh, people who have died, it's uh, it's a little unusual. Uh, the Red Sox season starting and not hearing Jerry Remy in the broadcast booth. There's so many deaths. It's like, oh fuck, you know, John Madden died, but his career was over 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 a decade ago. He retired. So, you know, when these people die who are active, it's like, you know, I mean, you've got uh, you got Vin Scully, who's uh, what is he like, ninety six, ninety seven something like that. And uh, that dude could still be working if he wanted to. He retired. He only retired, what, five years ago? I think it was 2016. And you got, what, 50 years of that guy or more, 60, seven? I don't even know. It was a long time. Uh, it was more than 50. It was since the 1950s. So, yeah, close to 70 years, I think. Um, maybe the four, I don't know. Anyway, but, uh, and yeah, Jerry Remy had been in and out of the broadcast booth over the last couple of seasons, having cancer, cancer treatments, thinking, oh man, is it the worst? And then, hey, the cancer's in remission, everything's good, he's back in the booth. He did a lot of games last year. Um, they did, I think most of them, he was in like the the virtual booth. I think they were just in the, the Nesson Studios and uh, with, with uh, Eckersley and... Uh, the other guy, I'm just I, I can't. I'm, I'm not doing well with names at the moment because there's just so much. I can't even think of his name. Um, I always want to say Don Orsillo, but that guy's long gone. Um, the other dude, <laughs> but uh, it's now it's it's uh, it's Tony Maserati from 98.5 the Sports Hub, the Felger and Maz show, and I like Felger. I mean, they're both arrogant pricks, but I like Felger. He he doesn't take any of it all that seriously, and Maserati just he takes everything so goddamn seriously, and he's so fucking people hate him because he's always so down on Boston and Boston sports and everything like that. So it's it's like it's almost feels like a troll job in a way that he's in the booth doing commentary as part of the broadcast team for Red Sox games, and just hearing his voice on those broadcasts is so it's so weird to me because first of all his voice kind of sucks. He just sort of sounds like this. He's like uh, talking about Red Sox. It's like, oh boy, yeah, great, cool. Um, he sounds like every manager that I had, uh, every male manager of the same age that I've had <laughs> since I since I started working in Boston. Um, he's like two different managers that uh, both they both sort of sound like this and they're like the. It's sort of the high voice of Boston accent. I know that's not a very good the Maserati. But he talk, he doesn't talk as fast. But he's uh, you know, anyway, um, <laughs> I I feel maybe I'm wrong. I'm not inside any of this, but I feel that oh man, who can replace the great Jerry Remy? Such a lovable face, such a lovable voice in that broadcast booth. Um. Just one of the one of the beloved figures in the Boston area, and in sports, and in baseball, and whatever. And uh, it's it's got to be you know you have to figure, man, tuning into the first Red Sox games since Remy died last what, October, uh, whenever he died, October November, I think it was October. Um, so now we've got the first baseball since then. And yeah, we we had him out of the booth for a while, and and now we're never near him in the broadcast booth again. 
But I, I have to, f- you have to wonder, I mean, like, Maserati is such a polarizing guy. I think, like, people, you've, you've got, like, the real, like, like, dorks who listen to WEEI, which is, like, that's just, like, yay, Boston, everything's great. All the teams are always great all the time, and everything's awesome. And, uh, and there's no, you know, there's no signs of intelligent life on WEEI at all. It's just, it's crap radio. Um, 98.5 has, you've got some personalities. They're not all like my favorite, but there's like, there is a personality to it. There's a, uh, you know, there's a feel like you, you know, when you're listening to those, those different, they're different, but they're, you know, there's something, there's something similar about them in that they, they, something similar in that they're all sort of different. And that's the nice thing. You have all these kind of unique personalities, as unique as a bunch of white, <laughs> as a bunch of white guys from Boston can possibly be. Um, you know, there's not, yeah, diversity is not uh, maybe not one of the top things on the on the Boston checklist. Not to say it's not diverse, um, but my gosh, my my gosh, if you look at the you listen to the radio, it's yeah, Felger and Maz, two white dudes, Solak and Bertram. Uh, it's three white dudes. <laughs> uh, what's the other guy? Uh, 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 Toucher and Rich, white dudes, and uh, and then the other the other one, uh, uh, Adam Jones show with Christian Arcan, and I really like Arcan. I think he's I love when he fills in. I I, I tend to listen to the other shows when he's filling in for people than than the actual host. Um, but yeah, not a ton of diversity, but. Uh, different personalities, uh, nevertheless, and uh, and some of them, you know, you got Toucher and Rich, which is a very they do a lot of comedy and they have comedians on their show and stuff, and they will they will step away from sports talk, which I I think that's a, a good sports talk show is the one that doesn't have a hundred percent of its content filled up by sports talk. Like God forbid, maybe people are okay listening to some other stuff from time to time. So they'll play. I don't know. There's some. There's some clips that they've played. There's some stuff that has me, you know, actually laughing out loud. Um, you know, some like they'll listen to like a, a bad news clip from some some reporter that that uh, that Gage Norm uh, who did the horrible uh, report about the blizzard that just. <laughs> His words made no sense, and it's great. Uh, and I think he ended it with saying, "And I'm fired." <laughs> but they, you know, they they do stuff like that. Um, Felger and Maz, you know, they can eh, they can get kind of silly at times, but not really. You know, I, I don't know. They they're pretty serious. Um, and Maserati just seems, you know, he's he's all serious all the time, and he's always he's all worked up. Um, you know, because well, you have to have that. You have to have the light and fun, kind of happy-go-lucky. But then you have to have the, the angry sports guy who's worked up all the time. Um, except Maserati, like I said, he he sounds more like this. I can't believe I can't believe the Red Sox are uh, the pitching. Uh, I I can't believe it. They stink. They stink. <laughs> I don't know if that's what he says. Anyway, uh, so he's in the broadcast booth, and I a lot of people like the guy. A lot of people hate the guy. And hate that show. And I wonder, you have to think, well, it's like that saying, you don't want to follow the guy. You want to follow the guy that follows the guy. Right? Like, okay, you don't want to be Cam Newton following Tom Brady. I don't want to be Cam Newton, period, ever. 
but you don't want to be Cam Newton following Tom Brady. But now that's out of the way. We've had we've now had the guy who followed Tom Brady. Now Tom Brady's a little bit different because I don't know what if I want to be like the next like ten guys who follow that guy. Um, <laughs> I want to be the guy who follows the guy uh, who is like everybody. Everybody who was alive for Tom Brady is now dead. I want to be that guy who starts for the Patriots when you know in a hundred years from now, when everybody on this planet is dead and nobody. It's it's only stories and video clips of Tom Brady. If the world still exists in 100 years, we'll see. Um, I mean, the world will still exist, but you know what I mean. Um, so, so uh, yeah, so I, I, it just makes me wonder. And, and maybe Maserati even knows this and just doesn't give a shit. That, like, they're just putting him in there because it's like, eh, you know what? Everybody loved Jerry Remy. Nobody really likes you, Maz. But, you know, this is a pretty nice payday. And you get to be part of the legendary Red Sox broadcast team. And and who knows? I'm sure I'm gonna eat these words. I'm sure in in thirty years from now when 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 Maserati is I don't even know how old he is. What do you he, probably he's probably in his fifties. So in thirty, maybe sixties, I don't know. So in twenty years from now, thirty years from now, they'll have like, you know, Tony Maserati night at Fenway and they'll wheel him out. <laughs> And he has give a nice plaque or something. And, okay, then I'll eat my words. I'll eat my words then. But for now, uh, I feel like this is uh, this to me looks like a one and done, where they're just like, all right, let's get some, let's get somebody totally different in the broadcast booth. Maserati, he has the Boston accent, so there's that level of authentic. That was the thing. Jerry Remy is a Boston guy, a Red Sox guy, a local guy, thick Boston accent. Just a lovable guy, great dude. Uh, Maserati is maybe not as much of those things as Jerry Remy, but he's a local guy, so he's got the Boston accent. So maybe there's that there's that authenticity that they're looking for. Um, because that's the thing. A lot of these, he's one of the few guys on Sports Hub who has uh, like a fairly solid Boston accent. That's not a thing that you hear. Uh, you hear it. Uh, you know, from above a certain age and he's old enough that he has the Boston accent. You don't hear, you're not going to see a lot of, uh, 40, 30, 20 year old and and below that have a Boston. Like, I don't know. I I'm still, I'm still waiting to find like a kid who has a Boston accent. Cause I think that would be hilarious. You've, you, you hear kids with like New York accents and stuff and like Jersey accents and Brooklyn accents and that kind of thing. And I, you never hear a Boston kid, and like none of the kids at my children's school have any kind of accent, any kind of New England accent, anyways. Um, not the not the Boston, the you know the New Hampshire accent. I don't know where one starts and one ends. I, I feel like the the Boston accent's more like this, a little more you know like this kind of thing. I'm gonna see the Sox play, that kind. Of, and then the New Hampshire accent's a little more. It's a little more trashy. <laughs> Those candy bars are going to melt. <laughs> you, you should put those candy bars out of the sun. You're going to melt. It's, it's two candy bars in one wrapper. They're not melting. It's just, it's, it's. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought the candy bar was melting in the sun. <laughs> but you'll have to forgive me. I'm from New Hampshire, so. <laughs> I'm not so good with that kind of stuff. 
Anyway, but you don't. There's no kids who sound like that at all. There's nobody, uh, you know, on the PTO that I'm on that are like my age or maybe a little bit younger or a little bit older. There's uh, the only person who has an accent is one of the teachers who is, I want to say, somewhere in their fifties, mid mid fifties, maybe late fifties. I'm not sure. Mid fifties, probably. And my wife works with some people who are, yeah, they're they're maybe in the in late 40s, early 50s, and I think that's really the cutoff. And then the accent just it disappears. I'm even trying to think of people that I worked with who are who are my age or even, you know, maybe a little bit older or a little bit younger, and none of them who are from the area have that accent. So I think there's something that there is a charm and an authenticity when like a Jerry Remy is in the booth and he's uh at Vadugo. I can't I can't do his accent. <laughs> Bobby D. Bobby D. I can't I can't do Jerry Remy at all. Uh <laughs> that's the best I have. Uh, Vadugo. <laughs> Man, that's bad. That's really bad. <laughs> Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> forget it, forget it. <coughs> so maybe that's what they're trying to get with uh, with Maserati, because Felger he doesn't have an accent that I, I don't believe. Um, I mean, a little bit, very slight, but not not enough. And uh, so yeah, Maserati, I think that's what they're going for, and I think they'll try it out, and they'll be like, all right, after maybe after a year or two or whatever, three. Um, and then that'll, that'll be the end of it. And then, and then by that time, it's like, okay, hey, great news, everybody. Y'all hated Maserati. And now he's done. And uh, we're going to bring in anybody else. And he has no Boston accent. And it's just some, it's, you know, fucking Joe Buck Jr. And, and people will just be like, yeah, all right. Well, it's not Jerry Remy, but at least it's not Maserati. That's my, my thoughts, anyways. Uh,. I feel like, okay, all right, no, I still have a little bit of time, Jesus Christ, look at all this, look at all these meetings, my God, gotta eat some lunch, all right, there's something else I wanted to talk about, and now I've totally forgotten, Ah, Boston, Red Sox, oh, Gilbert got, there was some, oh, yeah, Gilbert, uh, I didn't really get to, to eulogize Gilbert that much, but <clears throat> he there's a documentary. It was on Hulu, but now it's on like some other fucking like Tubi or something like that. I don't know. And it's, I think it's just called Gilbert, and it was just sort of following him around. They have all these. It's like, gosh, yeah, the amazing Jonathan. He just died recently. Not I'm not putting him on that. <laughs> He's not in that same conversation you know with norm and those guys different different kind of comedian but a funny guy nonetheless and he had a thing he had a a movie that came out and i started watching that and um and uh and he passed away and gilbert a few years ago had something that came out and i feel i feel like that was about not just him but about his uh you know the the disease the muscular disease that he had i could be wrong it could just have been like just following him around i don't i don't remember but it was good. It was interesting. And you got to see, like, you know, the real Gilbert, who is obviously, you know, he, Gilbert Gottfried doesn't go talking like this all day. He doesn't sound like that all the time when he's talking. He just, 
He really just, he's just kind of sounds like this, just kind of a, just kind of a mellow sounding, soft spoken, uh, just a sweet guy. And, uh, and that's probably creating that voice and that whole persona is what was able to get him. I'm guessing he's probably to some degree an introvert was, um, shy, quiet, kind of, kind of reserved fella. And I'm guessing that doing this whole thing, you know, that, that was probably the thing that he needed to like go, go out there and become somebody else, create the, the Gilbert persona. And, uh, yeah, it's just like, you know, watching that documentary a few years ago, I was like, you know, he's just a sweet guy. He's just a regular kind of dude. He's a, you know, a mind that's different than most of ours. Cause he's an incredibly brilliant, brilliant, funny, smart guy. And, uh, and you know, but now he's now he's gone. Now he's gone. I, I would recommend that documentary. I don't think I ever. Fin- I can't remember if I finished it or not. But it's no longer on Hulu. I gotta go to Tubi. I don't like to go to things that I. Uh, you know, I've got enough. I've got there's Netflix and there's Hulu and there's Paramount and there's Peacock and all these things that start with P. The Paramount, the Peacock, the Prime, Paramount, Peacock, Prime, Hulu, Netflix. HBO Max, it's just like uh, YouTube, there's enough. And then to just go find Tubi or maybe – there's these ones that are just like these like third tier and they're like free or something. I don't even know. And it's just – it's it's like the bargain bin at the library, which, yes, I know it's a library. Everything's free, but that's that's what I'm saying is it's like this would be the bargain bin at the library <laughs> where like it's the books that people can't even borrow for free that they've just put in a bin for, you know, 75 cents. And I feel like Tubi and Pluto and these things are just like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't even care. I'm not going to go search for something on those platforms. But uh, yeah, if you feel like going to Tubi or Hulu, you no, know, Pluto, Pluboo, Tuli, Booby, Pluby, whatever it's called, uh, you can get the, you can look at the Gilbert Gottfried documentary which i again i believe is just called gilbert um but uh yeah just you know yeah i mean uh, again gilbert saget louis anderson norm mcdonald like some of the greatest comedians and louis anderson is not like one of the people that i would say oh who's your favorite comedian he's he's not on that list but he's a really funny guy he's incredible in that show baskets as the mom, um, and he's, uh, you know, he, like, those Hollywood squares and the Carson stuff, like, he's a funny guy, um, and, uh, and that's, yeah, it's just so many of these comedians, it's like, you start to wonder, like, man, if, uh, you you start to wonder, if you see what happened to Chris Rock, it's like, geez, what did, what did Norm and Louie and Bob and Gilbert say about, uh, Jada Pinkett? (laughs) All Chris Rock got was a slap. You start to look at like, whoa, wait a minute. This is a lot more comedians than usual over the span of uh, the last six, seven months. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, that's all. I just wanted to say a little bit about uh, the Rem Dog and, and Maserati replacing him. It sounds so weird. I still love listening to Yankees broadcast. John Sterling and Susan Waldman. You talk about a, a voice... I don't even know. I, I, I don't know. 
but it's it's nostalgia. It's pure nostalgia listening to those two. Anyway, later, Gators. <laughs>